Scary Mysteries Twisted Twos, Mandy Steingasser, and Order of the Solar Temple. Tales of hauntings, murder, and scary mysteries. Every week, Twisted Twos dives into a pair of uniquely terrifying true stories that are worthy of a more in-depth look. This week, we're focusing on a murder mystery from upstate New York, as well as one of the world's most secretive and sadistic cults. Get ready for Scary Mysteries Twisted Twos. Number 1. Mandy Steingasser Known as a kind, caring, and thoughtful classmate, 17-year-old Amanda Steingasser, better known as Mandy, went out partying on the night of September 20th, 1993, but never came back home alive. Amanda was a normal teen who loved her family and listening to classic rock. She adored animals and, like many others her age, enjoyed socializing at parties with friends. On the night of September 20th, she headed out to go have some fun. Her and her friends got someone to buy them a few bottles of whiskey and rum, and then they headed to a house party in North Tonawanda, New York. Afterwards, they tried to get into a bar in Buffalo, but were turned away because most people in the group were minors. At around 1.20 a.m., friends saw Mandy get into a vehicle of an 18-year-old male student from their high school. The friends saw the car drive off onto Oliver Street, and that was the last time anyone ever saw Mandy alive again. Five weeks later, when two men were out looking for mushrooms near Bond Lake in Lewiston, they discovered her lifeless body. By that point, it was badly decomposed, and it was determined by authorities that she had been strangled and also received several blows to the head that caused two fractures in her skull. For years, police have focused in on a prime suspect, but have never had enough evidence to convict him or even release his name. The male friend who was last seen with Mandy on that night has always maintained his innocence saying Mandy actually changed her mind shortly after getting inside his car and asked to be dropped off. He claims he let her out just four blocks away from where he picked her up and that he didn't know where she went after that. But police, of course, are suspicious of his story. According to them, this prime suspect was caught lying to police and even asked two of his friends to cover his story. He was also seen washing his vehicle at a coin-operated car wash at around 2 a.m. on that very morning, an odd time for anyone to be doing some tidying up. Supposedly, he also failed a polygraph test, where the examiner felt he was being untruthful when answering two crucial questions about the case. Police claim that they have other evidence, but not enough to convict him, and they won't release that to the public. It's been 24 years since Mandy was killed and today she would be 41 years old. While the case has been cold for some time, authorities still say that it's an open investigation. They're still hoping someone will come forward with additional information about the case that could help them finally solve it. They've tried unsuccessfully for various DAs to take their evidence to court, but so far none of them have felt like there's enough to get a conviction. For now, her family and friends will still have to hold out hope while Mandy's murderer continues to remain free. Number 2. Order of the Solar Temple 
based on the ideals promoted by the Knights Templar, the Order of the Solar Temple was and still continues to remain one of the most secretive cults in the world today. Founded by Joseph de Mambro and Luc Jurette in 1984, Joseph convinced his members that he was a reincarnated member of the Knights Templar and that his own daughter Emmanuel was the cosmic child. He explained to them that a better life awaited them and that they would be taken to a planet orbiting the star Sirius when they died. Joseph was the son of a construction worker and raised as a Catholic. By the 1950s, he began practicing occultism and joined the ancient mystical order Rosé Crucis. Afterwards, he established the Golden Way Foundation in hopes of making money, as well as creating a connection with those who were interested in the occult, and it was here that he met Luc Jurette. Luke had studied medicine and wanted to be a doctor, but eventually lost interest in that pursuit. Instead, he left the field and started to travel around the world, studying spirituality and practicing hemeopathy. Ultimately, this is what led him to the Golden Way Foundation and Joseph. The two formed the Order of the Solar Temple, and their teachings involved a preparation for the second coming of Christ, which was later on appropriated to be Luke himself. Their goal was to unify all Christian churches, including Islam, establish the correct notions of authority and power in the world, while also assisting humanity into the so-called transition state. At its height, the group was estimated to have around 400 to 500 members that spanned the globe, with different sects in Switzerland, France, Canada, and Australia, among others. The group would blend Christian teachings with Freemason rituals and incorporated New Age beliefs that included UFO religious teachings. Luke particularly enticed wealthy members to join. This included several influential Europeans and Swiss composer and conductor Michel Tabachny. But just like most cults in existence, their leaders had questionable judgment and ulterior motives. For instance, Luke became obsessed with sex and would compel female members of the group to have sex with him before each ritual in order to give him the strength he needed to perform the ceremonies. They forced members to hand over most of their money, citing that they didn't need it once they believed in the higher powers. Eventually, one of the prominent members saw through the lies. Tony Dutrois was a former member and handyman who Joseph had used to install devices in the chalets. These devices then projected images and tricked the members into believing they were seeing summoned spirits. Furthermore, Tony discovered that the cult leaders appropriated funds from the group for their own personal use. He became disillusioned with the leaders and told other members. As a result, he left the group together with a number of prominent members. This started the group's decline and that's when the leaders began to plot out their revenge that culminated in a mass suicide. On October 4, 1994, Tony, his wife, and their three-month-old son, Emmanuel, were found killed in the Morin Heights Chalet. It's believed that Luke ordered the deaths believing that Emmanuel was the Antichrist. Tony was severely beaten with a blunt object and his throat had been slashed from ear to ear. Then, he was stabbed more than 50 times in his chest. His wife, who once made the capes and robes for members, was stabbed eight times in the back, 
four in the throat and once in each breast. Their baby's son was repeatedly stabbed with a wooden stake and the body then stuffed into a plastic bag. Two bodies of other members who are believed to have participated in the murder of the family were also found in a fire nearby. Their deaths were ruled a suicide after they had rigged a sophisticated system of timers to help burn down the chalet at a certain time. Soon after, Joseph, Luke, and 12 leaders of the group conducted a last supper of sorts where all around the world fellow members would end their lives. On October 5th, police would find 23 bodies in a burnt-out farm in Germany. There would be another 25 bodies found in Switzerland. These were ritualistic suicides, with most of the members receiving bullet wounds to the head. Some were asphyxiated and drugged, while others had bags over their heads. The dead bodies were arranged in a circle, and there were other victims found in other ski chalets, including children. Officers only discovered the grim sight after fighting the fires that were ignited by timer devices installed by the members before they killed themselves. The body of cult leaders Joseph and Luke were also among those found in the rubble. The following year, on December 23, 1995, 16 bodies were discovered in a star formation. Apparently, two members had shot all the others before committing suicide themselves. On March 23, 1997, another five members of the group also killed themselves in Quebec, Canada. Three teenagers managed to survive the murder-suicide and the eventual fire, but they were all found to be heavily drugged. In the end, there were a total of 74 deaths. 30 were French, 34 Swiss, and 10 of them Canadians. Today, all around the world, there are still parts of the Solar Temple that continue to exist. So they were two of the most murderous and sadistic stories around. The world can be a crazy place, and Twisted Twos is sure to show you why. If you enjoyed this video, then please remember to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. We have many new scary mysteries videos every single week that we know you'll love. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next week.